Hey alumni, welcome to InterVarsity World Changers, the podcast celebrating God's world-changing work in and through InterVarsity alumni like you. I'm your host, John Steele, and today we're talking with Brett and Rachel Dixon, alumni from the Colorado School of Mines. And the Dixons are changing the world with a vision for planting, growing, and multiplying small groups at work so that thousands of friends and coworkers can meet Jesus. You're going to love this. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the Dixon story. Brett and Rachel, welcome to the InterVarsity World Changers podcast. Thank you well, so thanks, much. Thanks, Yeah, it's exciting. Yes. Oh, thanks for being here. I am. I've really been looking forward to this conversation. So uh, I'm. I'm excited to get to to hang out together. Before we jump into anything official, though, would you just help all of us get to know you two a little bit? Who are the Dixons? Sure. Um, I am Rachel Dixon. Brett and I have been married for going on 12 years. Uh, we have three young boys, seven, five, and three in our home. Our oldest came to us through foster care and adoption, and then we have our two mm. bio boys after that. Um, we didn't meet in university, but I uh, met at college at the Colorado School of Mines, which is a really small engineering school outside of Denver. Um and InterVarsity pretty quickly became a big part of our relationship. Um, and then after finishing school, um, Brett's job brought us down to Austin, Texas. And so we have been down here for those 12 years. Nice. Yeah, we've been down in Austin now. Um, and I've been working um, at a large semiconductor manufacturing company down here for the last uh, 11 years. And uh, we have um, really found... Uh, church that we are plugged into and are loving our life down here now. That's that's really great. And as you said, you're InterVarsity alumni. And so tell me just a little bit, how did each of you like kind of come to know InterVarsity in the first place? And I'll say if you have one sort of standout moment uh, with your time with InterVarsity, just give us sort of a, you know, Reader's Digest version of that story. Sure. I'll start off with a history because this is a good one. Uh, but I grew up in a Christian home and uh, um was yeah looking for a way to um, kind of extend my faith when I went to college, but it was a big life-changing experience, of course. But uh, um, during the first couple of weeks when they do a new student, new student orientation kind of things, uh, InterVarsity had a booth there and they were serving ice cream, which uh, I ate a lot of ice cream <laughs> growing up and I wanted to be part of some sort of organization. So that's actually how we I first got connected with InterVarsity and uh, um, just was a really good fit. Um, since then. Yeah. And I also grew up in a Christian home, but I came to college ready to kind of sow my oats. And so it wasn't until the spring when I was walking through our college commons um, that the Holy Spirit really convicted me that I needed to be a part of a Bible study. And so I tried a couple different ones and eventually joined my then boyfriend, Brett, at the last large group of the year, <laughs> freshman year, um, and then just fell in love with the university after that. Uh, that, that's fantastic. Do either of you have a, a memory that stands out to you from your time on campus with InterVarsity? Well, I got a kind of a big one. Um, it was a pretty good one, too. Uh, during our senior year, um, we went to fall conference together. And uh, on a Saturday morning during our first chapel session of fall conference, I got down on my knee and proposed to my wife. <laughs> Whoa. And... She said yes during an InterVarsity Fall Conference chapel session in front of all of our friends and all of our uh, <laughs> uh, community. 
Um, and uh, that one, yeah, I'll never forget that. Yeah. Just us and 400 of our closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's like InterVarsity's version of, you know, getting out on the field on the, on the Super Bowl or something and going up on the Jumbotron. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That is that is a phenomenal story. Uh, those yeah, that's that's a that's a movie that's a movie moment right there that happened for you in real life. So that that is definitely a winning story. I'm glad that you yeah, shared that. Absolutely. We're a little bit of a legacy at our chapter. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of legends. They talk about it at every fall conference. <laughs> that's awesome. So, as I mean, as students, uh, all three of us have been students with InterVarsity before, uh, and we we are alumni. We remember talking about things like Live Transformed, Campuses Renewed, World Changers Developed, and that's that's that third one there. That's what we want to lean into in this podcast, talking about world changers and what it looks like to engage in God's world changing work. And and we define a world changer as someone who's had a formative experience with InterVarsity and someone who is continuing to grow in those four loves in love for God, his word, his people, and his purposes. And I've recently gotten to hear at least part of a story that would, that, that indicates some of those experiences that the two of you are having in your context. Uh, And uh, so my understanding, Brett, is that at work for you in particular, there's been some really cool stuff that's been going on. So tell us, tell us as much as you can about uh, sort of what this context has been and the places that you're, that you've been engaging with the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I've been working down here in Austin now for the last uh, 12 years at uh, this uh, semiconductor manufacturing company. And uh, we have started leading a Bible study group on site nice. um, that is now grown to meeting uh, three days a week. Wow. Um, and we're seeing about 50 people um, a week coming to Bible studies on site with 100 <laughs> more in a group chat. Um, that we get to kind of talk and um, support each other. Um, and what's pretty cool is this group really consists of um, people from all kinds of different churches, all kinds of different denominations. Um, and we all just happen to work together, um, but it's believers from all over the place um, across our city and also some seekers, some people that are interested that um, wow. have some uh, desire to understand what the Bible is about. Um on top of meeting for Bible study three times a week, we are also doing uh, prayer walks around our campus. Wow. Um, like once a month um, with like 10 to 15 people um, covering. Uh, we have a big, big campus, so we cover the whole site um, with prayer. It's been pretty fun to do. And then we've been organizing some like volunteer events in the community about once a quarter um, to uh, to involve um, some more people. And five to 10 people are usually doing those with us. Um and then um, another cool thing, we have some big cafeterias on site um, that uh, everyone's at. Uh, so uh, once a week, I try to go down there and just eat my lunch with somebody new hmm. um, and tell them about our Bible study, get to share the gospel, um, if that's uh, where the conversation goes. And then been doing some evangelism um, just in the cafeteria at work. And uh, God's been doing amazing things. Um, it's really fun to see. And we've we studied like multiple different books now. And um, we've even uh, done communion on site, which has been pretty fun to, to bring that wow. in. Wow. Yeah. That that's crazy. And how, how long has this been? Like, how long ago did this start? 
Yeah, so it's actually pretty amazing what God did. Um, that our, our church uh, one Sunday did a, um, a story Sunday, and uh, they just showed some stories of people being faithful. And one of those stories was um, a couple of people that started a Bible study at the workplace. Um, this was in, uh, in 2017. And I think uh, going through that, and I could just hear God ask me, like, why not you? Mm. Um, and I, I'd spent five years at this workplace at that point and I worked and my life was, uh, uh, an engineer at work and a Christian at home. Um, and I could tell mm. God was, uh, knocking on that. Um, and soon after that, our church, uh, decided to ask us like, will you tell us where you're employed? And they would connect us with other people that worked at our same workplaces. Um, so I got connected with two other people that worked at, uh, at my workplace. Um, and we met and kind of discussed this vision of like, how do we live out faith at work? Um, and for some context, uh, but our workplace, I've always felt is a very dark place. Um, okay. It's a high stress environment. Um, and that leads a lot of people to uh, seeking worldly pleasures to try to overcome that stress. And uh, we wanted to um, bring the light into this workplace. And we thought, you know, starting just reading the Bible at work was uh, kind of the first step of like, let's do this together. Let's bring the scripture into this place. Let's meet together as a group and start this. Um, and uh, we were able to put conference rooms to do this uh, that uh, were open. And uh, we uh, just started that way, but we really quickly, it was just amazing. We could identify people that were believers without having to ask them. Um, we could see people and just how they worked, how they carried themselves and be like, I think you're a believer. Mm. And we would uh, invite people. And we saw this group just start growing. And it's all been word of mouth growth at this point. Um, and people inviting other people. And yeah, it's grown to about this like 150 person group now. Wow. That, that's so, I mean, that's unbelievable. And something that stands out to me from the, from the story thus far is that this wasn't even necessarily something that you were initially seeking out to do, that you, you said you're kind of in like a multi-year rhythm of I go to work and I do my thing there and I come home and I do my thing here. And that it's just this sort of separate experience mm -hmm. and different experience. Um, and, you know, it wasn't that you had these conversations that started to stir like, man, I think that maybe there's a, maybe there's a need here or maybe maybe some of those things were happening uh but uh but that it sounds like the primary motivator was you know somebody coming to church and saying like what would it look like for you to start something in your workplace and that the lord just like really prompted your heart in that space to be like why not you why not you brett and i'll connect you to some other people that can help make that happen as well and uh and just to see that kind of a explosive, I would say ex relatively explosive growth out of something like that from nothing to 150 people involved in one way or another. Uh, that is, that's phenomenal. What an exciting experience to get to have over these last few years. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never enjoyed working more now. Uh, <laughs> wow. like working has become uh, purposeful now. Um, there's a purpose that I'm at work mm. now and I, um, yeah, get to still do my job and meet with believers and study the Bible and be encouraged, uh, through our chats, um, throughout the day. And it's really changed yeah. the workplace for me. 
That's that is phenomenal. Uh, so, that, so okay. So you're talking a little bit about some of the impact that you're experiencing. It's a bit of a, a transformation for you, but I mean, for for both of you, as you think about th- everything that's happening here, like what what's the broader impact that you're starting to see? Are there are there things that are happening in the lives of people uh, there on site or other people who are dreaming about this with you at home as you're having conversations about these kinds of stories that are happening? Like, what's the broader impact that you're seeing as a result of, of all of this happening? Yeah, a lot of things. Uh, but uh, to start with some of them, but uh one thing we've been working towards over the couple, last couple of years is trying to become an official group uh, recognized by our company. Okay. Um, there are no faith groups on site currently. Um, and we've been pursuing this for two to two and a half years. And God has really done uh, work in executives in our company to soften hearts, wow. to never say no to us. And um, within the last six months, we have been approved to be officially wow. on site. <laughs> Um, so we are recognized by our company now, um, which, uh, is an amazing impact of what God has done, um, up way higher than we ever would happen. Um, and man, we've seen for other people in this group, other believers that have come that just didn't have Christian community that were not pursuing that ever outside of the workplace Mm. and have gotten a hold of this and have found a community to not be their only Christian community, but to uh, jumpstart them to start seeking more. Um, and we've seen people just wow. significantly grow in their love and and service for the church um, just by being a part of this, uh, this community. Um, and another cool thing, like on this chat group, we can send prayer requests we post uh, verses to encourage each other. And like, if we're struggling, we have 150 people that are praying for us throughout our work day. Gosh. And uh, God has really um, just used that to um, help us, to grow us and to um, bring us together as a body of believers. That's, that's amazing. Cause I would think that many people's experience at work is one of I mostly feel isolated in a lot of ways. Like maybe I've got my team that I get work projects done. But when it comes to like broader life or even, you know, faith development, that maybe I've got that one person that I've found that I know I can talk to. But outside of that, like there's just not many advocates that I feel like I can turn to. And this gives me hope that there are probably actually way more than you realize in the place that you work. Like if that's been your experience, uh, that for for others listening, there's probably more uh, there's probably more comrades out there than what you realize, more people to connect with uh, and to encourage. But gosh, to to be able to say, like, here's this thing going on. I can talk to people that I know at work and I can have one hundred and fifty people praying for for me, for my family, for our church at any given time. That is just an immense amount of support that you get to experience. Yeah, particularly for engineers who don't tend to be the most vulnerable group of people. Mm. It's been pretty transformational. Yeah. I'll I'll emphasize like the impact that I've seen in Brett in having this purpose. Um really I mean he has always just like had great vision for like where his team should be at work and things like that. But to add on a spiritual background, um Mm of like dreaming for a Bible study, having encouraging conversations in the middle of the day, um, being able to see people really turn back to the Lord after years, um, turning away from him has just been really, um, joyful. 
think. And then we have also seen a really big impact of this outside of Brett's workplace. Okay. Um, like God's obviously moving in really mighty ways there on site. Um, but when you share the story of how God is moving, it just really bolsters the faith of everyone around. And so mm. Brett and I have both experienced that a lot. Um, and our small group has, it's been a huge impact on our church small group, uh, who people have been challenged to find those at their workplace to be able to have these conversations or to pursue like evangelism um, at their workplace. And just last night, someone in our small group shared that she had a conversation about faith with a coworker. Um, and it's just really encouraging to see um, just people continuing to respond even offsite. And I would have to, I would have to even think like Brett, when you come home, Rachel, when you, you all are hanging out together at home, that even that, like, I think for all, we've all had the experience of like, man, sometimes work can just be a drag. And sometimes it's really easy to just like only give your leftovers to your family. And so I I would have to think that even on the home front, like that this is having a really cool impact of like, wow, when I come home from work, I have this great joy of these really cool things we got to experience together in Bible study or or if there are sad things that are happening of just like we've got other people that are praying for us. And that is such a huge encouragement. Yeah. And it's huge for our kids, too, to see dad Mm. come home from work. And we're not just talking about, oh, this machine broke or this coworker is stressing me out, but to be able to have stories of like, oh, no, we like talked about this Bible story at work today, or yeah. I got to pray for my friend today at work. Um, hopefully we'll transform the next generation too. And yeah, like, that's so cool. My work isn't, it's not easy to explain. It's, it's hard for us to connect on like, oh, this is what I did at work today, but we can connect mm. on what God's doing and what we're reading in scripture. Um, so it kind of brings a more of a connection to my workday together and something we can really connect to, um, and understand together. Yeah. And, and what a, what a, I mean, I, I think this is, this is what both of you are saying, just like the example that that sets of, uh, of your kids seeing that both of these things are tied together for me, like the work that we do and the things that we believe we, we carry those things together. It's not just a, I have my work life and I have my home life or my work life and my faith life. It's like, no, this is like, I'm, I'm living out the things that I believe and that I care about. I get to do that openly at work and, and you can do that too. Like you can grow up to pursue that same desire to see those things as just intimately tied together. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. What a great example. <laughs> so Brett, you just, you just shared about, um, you, have now recently become like a recognized group at your work. Um, so, and that's been something that you've been longing for, praying for, working towards and seeing progress on. And now it's happened. Um, are there, are there any other next steps uh, that you all have been planning and praying about together? Uh, is the, does the group continue to grow? Like where, where do you, where do you envision things going next? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have a lot of hopes and dreams for this still, uh, but yeah, it's still growing. God is still bringing more people in. Um, when you have 150 people talking to their friends, they're finding more people mm. versus when we had three of us to start with. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're really um, trying to dream some ways to send out communication to the whole site. We have uh, three to 5,000 people on site. Wow. Um, and if we could get a message out to everyone, I think God could really, really do some work through that. Um, 
Another thing, we're we're a twenty four seven operating facility, so we have four shifts okay. of workers, and we currently can only meet um, during days when the two of those shifts are here, um, and so. We're really hoping that uh, God will raise up some people on our night shifts to be able to start doing Bible study on our other shifts, um, that we could have an option for anybody that comes into the site to be able to do Bible study. Wow. Um, on top of that, we're um, building a new facility right now um, and uh, dreaming of what it's like to, hey, our group can now be on both of these sites um, and get to see... Uh, when our company potentially doubles in its workforce, uh, see how many more people we could impact and that the Lord could reach through this. Uh, this is, I mean, <laughs> these, these stories are blowing my mind. These, these, you know, these are the kind of stories that you, when I was a campus staff, these are the kind of stories that you long to hear like happening on campus with your students. And you really don't even think about like, you could sort of copy paste this and see this happen at work too. <laughs> like, so the fact that you're telling stories that to me so much equate with campus ministry experience is, and but that it's happening in your workplace is just like mind blowing. And just like, I mean, it, it, uh, it fills my soul with hope for the possibilities of what could happen, you know, for, for my wife at her work and for my friends at their place, the other people in our small group of like, what could they what could they do in their places of work and in our neighborhood and uh, just other people listening to this of like those of you who are listening in, like what could happen for you at your place of work or your context? It doesn't have to be this exact thing. And the fact that you started with three of you uh, and that this, you know, it wasn't that you had. Yeah, we had you know, we had 25 people that were psyched about this right off the bat. It's like, no, there were three of us <laughs> that has grown to this place. And we have dreams of multiplying into a whole nother building and other shit shifts. And man, that is, that is so exciting. Maybe I've already, I mean, I've certainly already started thinking about this, but as you think back to your days as a student with InterVarsity, I mean, for, for both of you, and you think about the formative experiences that you have there, what are the things that you can look back at there and say, like, these are, these are some moments that I remember or some, some things that I was trained in experiences that I got to have in this community that were, huge in helping prepare us for this season of life and this just kind of these local moments that we're having, these local world changer moments that we get to have with the Lord. Like what were some of those formative experiences that you look back on? I can think of uh, two of them probably, uh, at least. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, one of them was inviting people, um, seeking out people to invite into mm. things, um, particularly Bible studies during um, university days in college. We were, you know, going through the dorms or um, trying to let people know um, what we were doing and inviting people into that and uh, breaking down a lot of barriers of uh, fear in that potentially. Um, mm. And that has been exactly what I'm doing now in the workplace to invite people and, and bring them into this Um and then uh, we definitely got a lot of ground in how to do inductive Bible study through university. And that is exactly what we're doing in Bible study nice. at work. <laughs> um, and so that has prepared 
uh, me and many other people that were do, are doing this to to lead these um, Bible studies and uh, to be true to the scripture and to make that the focus mm-hmm. and what we base our our truth and our conversation on. Yeah. yeah, and just to like double up on the inductive Bible study, like Brett and his team, they aren't working through any form of curriculum. They're assessing the needs of their workplace and mm-hmm. trying to find a book of the Bible that would be encouraging or what the people there need. And so um, they're not relying on any kind of um, thing that's made by another person. They're just using their ability to do inductive Bible study and God's word to kind of lead that out. Um, and then for me, um, near the end of our time at Mines, our campus staff really encouraged us to start looking at the places where we were, where we had uh, weightier influence, um, where just where we were present. And so like if you were in a sorority or your major or your dorm or a club that you were in and to really like find those people um, that maybe other people wouldn't have access to, um, or at least the influence to have a conversation. Um, And so, yeah, I think like Brett is a great model of that. Like he saw where he was um, and saw the need and met it. Um, and I think InterVarsity also placed a huge um, value of Christian community mm. um, and not only just community, but community in a really theologically sound environment. And so that really influenced us as we moved away from family and friends to find a local church that provided um, solid Christian community for us and good theology to be able to really be rooted in truth. Yeah. And, and to, to have those kinds of experiences that prepped you to look for, you know, the particular kind of church that you've been plugged into that has encouraged you to think about your everyday life context, your work (laughs) and, and what that looks like for the two of you together to be, to be mindful of those kinds of things of like, Oh yeah, this sounds just like the kind of stuff that we would have talked about on campus. What does it look like to love the other people in your major, to love the other people in your dorm, to want to, and to, to take steps in sharing Jesus with them, to invite them into that. And that both of you then, uh, you know, could step into this church and recognize like, Oh, Hey, these are some common themes uh, that we've heard before. And, uh, and the Lord is prompting us to take some steps of, of, of not just, yeah, this is stuff we did on campus and we can do this in our everyday life context as well. And mm-hmm. that is, that's really phenomenal. I, I, I love that as, I mean, as we think about, uh, people who are listening in on this conversation, who are, you know, maybe they, maybe they've felt stalled in, what it looks like to partner with Jesus in the world changing, like Jesus is doing world changing work in our context. It is happening. And for us, it's a matter of like, what does it look like for us to partner with him in that? And maybe some people are feeling stalled. Maybe some people are feeling like, I don't really know how to recognize that yet. Um, what advice would, would the two of you have for other alumni world changers like you who are kind of working through that with the Lord? Yeah, I mean, I've said a lot of this already, but just to emphasize, like asking the Lord to open your eyes Mm. to the places where he has you uh, because he has you there purposefully. Um, And then knowing that you're equipped to do God's work in that space purely because he's with you. There's like nothing else that really needs to equip you to do Mm. the work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I heard this a lot growing up and it didn't come real to me until I was doing this, but am I... An engineer that happens to be a Christian, 
or my Christian that mm. happens to be an engineer. And I, that's become very real to me um, that we can be primarily and first a Christian, no matter where we are and use whatever mm. space we're in to show what we believe. And uh, I spent many years not doing that. And when the Lord has, or when my Lord prompted my heart to move towards that, he has um, been very faithful to work through that in very, very small steps of obedience. He's done great things. Hmm. Um, and another cool thing is uh, locally, uh, we actually have um, a nonprofit group that coordinates faith and work um, groups across our city and that we uh, can um, talk with and ask questions and um, that encourage us and resource us. And there's also a national faith and work organization across the whole country um, that uh, brings uh, hundreds of different companies that have official uh, workplace um, faith organizations and uh, it does events together through that. And um, that was a pretty amazing thing for us to see that uh, uh, what we're doing here is small, God's doing great work through it, but he is doing yeah. so much more too. Um, and it was very encouraging to, to realize that. That's so great. I, I, I love that also just, it feels like it broadens that perspective even further of like, here's this cool stuff that's happening for you at your work. And there are other people who are thinking about this in your city and, you know, nationally and globally as well, that you're like, yeah, there's other people who are thinking about this right along with us and who want to help resource us and keep moving us forward in that direction. It's just so great to know that there are uh, those partnerships that you can take advantage of that can help help continue urging you onward uh, in what you're doing. And I, I mean, the university alumni community, we want to be a part of that too. So, I mean, what are, what are ways that, uh, that we can be praying for you? I would love to even just be able to throw a couple of requests that you have in the show notes for this episode that people could refer to and that they could, they could spend time praying for, for you and your community. And, you know, are there other things that you're celebrating? Are there things that have actually been like sticking points that you haven't, haven't shared with us at this point that like, here's something that really needs some prayer so that it can move forward. And, uh, but yeah, what are a few different ways that the InterVarsity alumni community can be praying for you too? One of my uh, biggest prayers is that God would be pushing back the darkness with his light on this workplace. Mm. Um, and there it's, it's wide and it's immense, the darkness that's at this place. And we need his light to come in. We need his light to change people, to change things. And, um, he's doing a mighty work and we are just praying for an increase, increase of the spirit to pour out on this place. Mm. Um, um, some specific, specific things that I had mentioned throughout, but like we really want to pray that the, we can find some people to start up our night Bible studies um, and get uh, a space that everyone on our site can be a part of this. And we um, really want to find the right way to communicate to our whole site hmm. and see what um, God could do through that. Yeah, I think for me, it's just offsite support. So like prayer for me as I continue to support Brett and the team um, and then prayers for the people in our life that are impacted by it. And so just that the Lord will continue to use the encouragement for what he's doing at Brett's workplace um, to really 
change lives and create um, more gospel conversations uh, with people and the lives or the people that they interact with in their lives day to day. Yeah, Rachel, I I would it would seem to me, I mean just based on what you're saying right there it would seem to me that uh I would imagine you probably don't identify yourself as this but you're sort of sort of like an unsung hero in the midst of this like you you are you are there as this like strong spiritual support and partner for Brett in this process. He gets to go to work every day and like see with his own eyes, this stuff happening every day. And then he brings stories back to you. Uh, And that like puts you in this really unique spot of like, you don't necessarily get to go on site and like reap the, the fruit uh, the benefits of these experiences face to face, like Brett does with a lot of his coworkers. Uh, But that you are this like prayer warrior partner, supportive, like that that to me is such a powerful role that you have in this because you're not on site and that, but that you are helping urge this onward uh that mm-hmm. it, it seems to me like you play an extremely pivotal role in this that i imagine there's a lot of people who are spiritually benefiting at work at Brett's work that don't even know the important role that you have played in this process as well and so mm-hmm. i just think that that's really phenomenal that you are like just this uh dedicated, important part of this process, uh, even if you're not on site with it every day. That's fantastic. Thank you. That's really encouraging. Amen amen to that. She actually got to name our group at work because I brought home one day that we were trying to decide a name for our group and uh, she had better ideas than all of us engineers at work. So uh, she got to be directly involved in that. That's awesome. Yeah, my yeah, creative uh, edge balancing <laughs> his logical mind. There you go. <laughs> this and and I think that this is also such an important part, such an important part of the story for us to make sure that people hear it. When I mean, if you have, if you are in a like a marriage partnership like this, and there's one of you that is really like. Here's this thing that's happening, and the big parts of this story are happening in my everyday context. That. I, but that you two are in this together, uh, that this is your world changer experience. You are following Jesus together in this process. And and this is a partnership that is happening uh, in all of these different spaces. And I, I think there are probably places where it might be easy for somebody in in a situation like you're in to maybe feel like, man, OK, but where's like where's my world changer thing that's happening? And it's like, no, this is your world changer thing that's happening. And there's probably other spots, too. Rachel, I imagine that that you have your own stories of like your day-to-day life and things that are happening for you that are like, man, this is how God is changing the world. And I get to be a part of that here. Uh, but the, the, the things that are happening at work with Brett and his, his coworkers, like this is also part of your story that you are a part of mm-hmm. that moving forward. And like, that is, that is phenomenal. That is a phenomenal level of faithfulness uh, that, that both of you mm-hmm. get to get to partner in together. And uh, it's so exciting that we have alumni who are, who are doing this kind of stuff together. And, um, I mean, it's, it's an honor to get to hear this story, to be a part of sharing it with other people and to be able to pray with you in this process. Yes. For these, uh, for these other shift workers to step up and for, for people to be able to lead Bible study in those places, to be able to prepare for multiplying into a new building, you, you two are world changers. Uh, this is a super cool story. Thank you so much for, for sharing it with us and, and for following Jesus in this way. Super thankful to be able to share and humbled that like God has given us this story to mm. be able to share. Yeah, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. Um, what God's doing here is not 
the only thing that he's doing. He's at work in so many ways and uh, it's fun to be able to share that and encourage others. Thanks, John. Thanks for tuning in, alumni. Check the show notes for more information about today's guest and for ways that you could be praying for your fellow alum. If you know someone who needs to hear this story, take just a moment to share the episode with them and then be sure to leave us a rating and a review as well. Now go change that world, alumni. Thanks for listening to InterVarsity World Changers. This podcast is brought to you by the InterVarsity Alumni Relations Team, hosted and produced by John Steele, production assistance by Mike Santera, and our theme song is Crazy by InterVarsity alumnus Andy Minio.